temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four... Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the freshest edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. It is the show within the show, the show about the show. If you listen to the DA show, this, I would say, is arm programming, shoulder programming. I think that you'll enjoy it very much because it's the story behind all of our shows. So you can check it out by searching Permission Granted on Twitter, Permission Granted on iTunes, Permission Granted on Facebook, and you'll see us linking the most recent episode to all of those places. Specifically, iTunes is an easy way way to go because it has its own permission-granted podcast iTunes feed, but also its normal DA show iTunes feed. And a reminder, we're now on satellite radio, so if you cannot normally listen to the show because of your local affiliate or you're traveling, you can now listen to the DA show in crystal clear satellite radio every single day. That is Sirius 213 and XM 201. Sirius 213, XM 201. The biggest story of this past week clearly was Brock eating the crow. And so Mraz joins me now for further analysis. I guess we should start with the guy who got me the bird. You think? His name was Torg Bellinger. I don't know what type of name Torg is. But it's a fitting name, I would say, because he was a wackadoo, <laughs> to say the least. He supplied us, and I know we're going to get into this, with, in my opinion, and maybe I'm caught up in the moment, the strangest moment in, since 2013 in the history of the DA show. Five-plus years on the radio, you think the Torg Bellinger interview the day before Brock ate the crow was the weirdest moment in show history. Yeah, well, I'm just looking for anything that just jumps out in my head, and right away I can go painkiller Pat year one yep. was was just, I mean, and I feel like that set the bar. That was out of nowhere. He was clearly on some type of drug. He was ranting at me. He was going in a million different directions. Now, Hurricane Jen is also routinely a weird phone call. Right, but I think because it happens so many times with her, it gets watered down on just how weird a call she is. Okay. Art Garfunkel struck me as extremely weird when that happened. Yes. How about the guy that prank fake phone called a stick-up, a hold-up? Will in Baltimore. As he was um, a cashier at 7-Eleven in the middle of the night. Right. Will in Baltimore. Also very strange, but... But more funny than weird because he was actually kind of a normal guy until you realize you're faking a robbery. Well, on he the... was a great caller. Right. Great caller. And then he just wanted to. He wanted to be in the 12 DAs. He badly. wanted to be the number one of the 12 DAs. So he, he staged a phone call that sounded like his 7 Eleven was getting held up. Joey Chestnut lying in circles. That's true. Just to avoid eating hot dogs in studio. Also strange. The guy on the roof in Albuquerque roofing in the middle of the night with his dog Cujo. 
very strange as well. But I'm telling you, I come back to Torg Bellinger, and I think this is what the PGP should be here as we go uh, behind the music on Torg Bellinger to really, maybe the listeners thought it was strange, but there's a reason I or maybe you would think it's even stranger, and that's the uh, the surrounding elements, if you will, behind Torg Bellinger appearing on the air. It had all of the elements of one of the weirdest things ever because, number one, the whole process of me getting the crow was a problem. I searched high and low for crow here in New York City from restaurants. Did anybody serve it? I was told by a listener that Caribbean restaurants might have it. None of them had it. I looked at British pubs, British restaurants. None of them had it. I looked online. Where could I buy it? I couldn't find it. I looked for restaurants across the country to overnight me the bird. I couldn't find it. The only place I could find it was in Lithuania, and I couldn't even find how I could buy it. It was just that they eat in Lithuania. (laughs) So I was stuck. I had nowhere to turn. And then I finally turned to one of uh, an acquaintance back in high school that grew up in my hometown, still lives there, who's a hunter. And I said, I don't know where to get crow. Can you just shoot me one? (laughs) And he said, look, I hunt deer. I hunt turkey. I'm just not going to hunt a crow for you. I just don't feel comfortable doing that, which I appreciated. So he's like, but my uncle has an exotic game. He hunts exotic game where he knows where to get exotic game. He's like, maybe he'll be able to help you. I didn't know what this guy's name was. He said just he lives in so-and-so. And this I know this area because I grew up, I mean, not quite the middle of nowhere, but it was a small town and a lot of farmland and woods and forests and state park is near us. And this place was another hour past where I grew up. And it's like dead middle of nowheresville. Oh, I said, well, that'd be the type of place. So he said, uh, here's his phone number and call him up and see. And so he passed along his phone number. I don't think it was a cell phone. I think it was an office line or something. And, because Torg Bellinger has an office. Well, I guess maybe not. Yeah. Who knows what it was? Because it, well, there wasn't a secretary that picked up. I don't know what it was. So I said, hey, here's the thing. I know your nephew. Um, could you help me out getting a crow? And he just paused, and he, and he said, and I said, I need it for a bet on the radio. Obviously, we don't want to kill the guy. Is it safe to eat? Do you think? And he goes, I think we can help you out. I think we could help you out. And that's all he really said. I said, okay, well, we exchanged email address. I said, I'll email you to get the, the details. And it was very just like, very standard. Okay, here's how much it is going to cost. It, it didn't cost me nearly anything to buy. It was, I think, it was only fifteen bucks for the bird. It's a steal. But it was o- the overnight shipping because it obviously needed to be on dry ice, which cost me an arm and a leg. But okay, so I think it all. I think the shipping was like thirty five bucks. Okay, fifteen bucks. It was like a fifty dollar package. I think well worth it for a, for a good bit. That's what I said. So that was that. And in the email, he goes, you know, uh, hope this works. Let me know how it goes. Um, and he kind of just said it, I think, just as uh, hope it goes well. Right. And I said, thanks. I'll let you know when I get it. And I got it, and I opened it up, and it looked kind of black. And it No, had, it didn't look kind of black. It looked black. It looked black, and it had the talons on it, the feet. Ugh. And I was like, okay. And uh, I just emailed him and said, thanks. I got it. I'm going to throw it in the crock pot here soon. Um I said, by any chance, would you want to come on the show to talk about this? And he just had one of those, like, sure, if you need me, let me know. 
And he said, the only time I can do it, though, is um, around 11 o'clock or 1130 or something. So I didn't kind of pay too much mind. And then we got closer to the bird eating, the fence eating. And, and you then on help yourself. fence bird. Yeah, and then on Thursday, you remember, I came in and I was like, this guy sent me this email, said he would come on. Do you think this is a good idea? Okay, so now to take the listeners behind the scenes, this wasn't pre-show. We planned the whole show. You come literally three minutes before Torg Bellinger is to appear on the air to say, do you guys think this is a good idea? I, at this point, am just blindsided. And I know you now work with you long enough to know when you have an idea in your head, it is going to take a, a mountain in a military to stop you. And at that point, I wasn't ready to stop you. But I didn't know what was about to occur with him. <laughs> so you took it upon yourself to call him. You dialed him yourself. And at that point, he gave you an office number where you're getting patched through to somebody and you're asking for, like, sweet numbers or something. And I'm over here on the other side of the conversation. It made no sense to me at all. I was leery on having you call him because then he – I didn't know what type of guy he was. And I didn't just want, like, a quote-unquote radio producer calling him and maybe freaking him out a little bit. Right. I wanted to be like, hey, this is the guy that you we had spoken on the phone to. So he gave me this phone number. And I kind of didn't know because I didn't really think it was a good idea. And then as we get closer, we were talking about the crow so much. I just thought, maybe this is a good idea. I don't know. And I didn't really think – and as you said – what happens if he doesn't play along? What happens if the bit is like, so what, you're eating crow, who cares, and click. Right. And then it kind of blows up the spot that it's not that interesting. But then I was like, I don't know, maybe he's just a weird duck. So Bingo. I got this phone number. It ended up being, my guess is it was like an office park. My guess is that this is like not a corporate office park, but it's like one of those industrial office parks where you might own like, or you might rent a, part of a closing garage that's heated or whatever. My guess is they just throw open this freaking door in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to come by and buy venison. And you might buy crow and you might buy pheasant and you might buy who knows. So a woman picks up and is like, um, hello. And she didn't say where. And I was just like, um, I think the extension was like 201 or something. I was like, uh, 201. She's like, who are you looking for? And uh, I'm like, uh, I don't know this guy's name. So I like looked it up. All right. I had it in the email or whatever. And she patches me. So then she's like, hang on. So I'm like, oh, God, is this going to work? Oh. And then the guy just picks up Torg and is like, hello. And I said, uh, hey, Torg, this is Damon. We spoke over the phone. Um, I'm on the radio. Would you mind coming on here? And he goes, all right. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, just put it on hold, and we'll figure this thing out. And then what? when he came on, what was your take on all my that? My take was he comes on number one with the voice. Sounds like somebody who would be in the middle of the woods hunting crow. Well, I said good morning, and he's like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, how you doing? He goes, uh-huh. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then he just takes off in the whole rant, and he talks about March Madness. <laughs> And then he says his brother Billy got the March Madness, and that makes him sad. And then he, you know, he went on and on about this, that, and the other thing. And in this voice, he's going on. So I will be honest, and this has been a question that's posed as he goes on, and, and the listeners by now, I'm sure, have heard it. I thought you pulled one over on me. I thought this was another one of your friends faking this voice because he's saying things like, uh, like you know, he doesn't know what a crock pot is. <laughs> Never, not familiar with that kind of pot, but then knows cumin and tarragon, and that's the way to season a crow. All in all, and then throws in the what I hope is a joke about his brother Billy, and that was the, the bit. This guy sounds so crazy that you don't know if everything he's saying he's being serious or if he just knows he's on the radio and suddenly he has this light switch where he could turn on his comedic value. 
we to to this moment, almost a week since he's called, have no idea if he really has a brother Billy, if March Madness <laughs> is really a thing, if his brother Billy got crazy because it, he ate a crow that wasn't serious, if he really didn't know what a crockpot was, and if he goes from neighbor to neighbor house with their smoke and whatever trash to cook the crow. I don't know what he said was serious. So, so many people afterwards, Kenny Brock... Uh, who would eat the crow was listening to that segment. Joe D'Aloisio used to work on the show. Uh, Andrew Cap, Cap back on the uh, on the stream, all coming to me going, you know DA just pulled one over on you there. He, think about it. And they start throwing following the breadcrumbs. He called. You usually call every guest. <laughs> Suddenly, this guy's going off and off about this. DA's just looking to sell this crow more. And I actually came to you man-to-man two hours after Torque Bellinger yep. and said, we need to talk now. If we're going to be partners on the show, you need to tell me if you do me because I'm not having one pull over me. And you have now sworn that you did not pull one over on me, and that was Torque Bellinger. That was his name, everything about it, and that was a, cont- a completely serious bit. I I am giddy because I I feel so like proud that you guys would think that I could pull that off. You're because, a, you're a maniac. You could pull off anything. But he, but Torg is so crazy. Like he was so crazy. How could that even be staged? He was so crazy. I know. But here's the, you've never staged something like that before. So if you were using one bullet all these years later, this would be the bullet <laughs> well, to pull think, off. But I think that that says a lot. That I, you know, if I ever staged anything, I really haven't staged anything. But if we ever had to execute something, I always had you guys in on it. Right. This That's w- what I wanted to know. Am I getting blindsided? And I thought maybe you would blindside me because maybe you thought I wouldn't be comfortable with putting a crow hunter on, so you couldn't <laughs> let me know. There were so many scenarios, and I will be totally, uh, completely honest. I went to bed the night before Chromageddon, <laughs> that Thursday night after Torg was on Thursday, last Thursday, and I tossed and turned. I must have got up <laughs> about four times to nervously urinate and just to be like... And to the point that my wife asked me, what the heck's going on with you? I'm, I don't know if DEA pulled one over on me. I can't figure this out for the were life of me. Were you nervous ju- about the crow eating competition or just or the event, or you were just nervous? Well, if- no, I became nervous that, like, maybe DEA's not cooking this right. Maybe Kenny's really going to get, like, Brother Billy in the madness. And then I'm going back for, like, no, no. The Tor- madness. Torg had to have been making a joke with the March Madness. He couldn't have been serious. And then I'm going, is Torg even real? Was that even somebody? What is going on here? Like, I would just have this train of thought. I must have got four hours before. Friday show sleep tops when I went to bed with the anticipation of seven hours because I just lost my mind. I had March Madness by the end of it. <laughs> I was so loving that so much. Here's the thing is that I agree with you. Torg laid it on thick. And do you think he was serious? Here's what I think. This is my theory because I thought about this as well. I think Torg knew he was talking to a rube. Like I didn't know how to hunt a crow. This was a friend of a nephew down in what he probably considers the city. He just he goes he goes this doofus <laughs> doesn't know anything about you know cooking crow you know I the city slicker I'm sending him a crow. So I think when I was like, can you come on my radio show? He was like, watch this, you know, in that really dry old man like, you want to go? You want me on the radio, son? I'll give you your radio bit, and I think he. I think he turned it on good because that I'm with you. Like I would love the idea that I could possibly stage that, but that guy was so crazy that it, he also sounded like he was 80. I don't know anybody who's 80 years old. I, I I'm sorry. I have an idea and almost a mandatory request. And if he doesn't follow through, that's, that's fine to me. <laughs> I really 
truthfully believe this in my heart of hearts, I don't think that we will get a better 12DA. We will have other great moments on the show. You think so? And we will fill out the 12DAs like we do every year with great moments, great laughs, and memorable <laughs> parties. I truthfully do not believe that anybody could beat Torg Bellinger for being the number one 12DA. If they do, we will have had the craziest of years here on the 12DA show because this might be the 12DA of all 12DAs to me. Maybe I'm quoting them all, but what I'm going to get at here is I would like around 12 DA time, and as we approach number one, to get Torg Bellinger back on okay. and not sell him on the bit on the crow, just find out if he was serious. Okay. Just to end the debate. And, you know, either way, we'll still laugh at that moment, but just to, to cut out the nonsense, a good way to end the year. You need peace of mind. I need peace of mind. By the end of the year, before 2018 wraps, December comes around, we're setting up the number one 12 DA. We go to Torg Bellinger. Torg, remember us, the crow. <laughs> Play a real quick clip of what he said. We just need to know a few things. Were you serious? Did you never know what a crockpot was? Do you even have a brother Billy? Did brother Billy go crazy? Are you sad about brother Billy? I just want all of that answered. I think that's something that we need to do on the show to really sell the, the number one 12 DA this year. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. That would be amazing. I think that's really fair. My th- Here's my thinking. I think this was an old... There was, there was one thing that gave it away to me, that this is an old man who wasn't necessarily, he wasn't faking us, but he was laying it on, it was an old man that was laying it on thick, and that was the Woodcock block. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah, we should get into this. Because we could say this now on the Permission Granted podcast. Well, clearly we were allowed to say it on the air because I didn't pull the trigger. I said, you know, what does it taste like? What does Crow taste like? And he kept saying it's like Woodcock, which is the t- which is a type of like, small bird in the forest. And, you know, he kept talking about woodcock, woodcock, woodcock. And then you know, he says when you're hunting woodcock. And they block a bunny. You're trying to hunt the bunny in the woodcock. And <laughs> the thicket. Yeah. That's called a woodcock block. <laughs> and I think that felt to me like old man humor. Right? Doesn't that seem like an old dirty man joke? Okay. And I will now fire back to the panic that was... <laughs> <laughs> the control room, Pete the Body Bilotti, who dumps anything. Wasn't in. Wasn't in. Uh, I believe it, it was Con- was it Connor Green who was in? I think it was Connor Green. It's one of the, or maybe it's Chris Arndt Thomas, I think. Okay, so no, 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 it was Connor Green because Chris Arndt Thomas was only in Friday. Uh, in that scenario, oh. it's going to come on me to dump anything and everything. I was so stunned and caught with my, quite frankly, it felt like when an offensive line gives you nothing and you're a quarterback and you're just, your feet are stuck in the mud and you're just going to take the sacks. Yeah. I was so stuck in awe and amazement of what was going on with Torg. I saw your face was just, your jaw was dropped Because I couldn't, and again, I'm, I'm going, this can't be real right now. When he drops the Woodcock block, he set that up with a three-minute story about Woodcocks. <laughs> So in that moment, I thought about dumping, <laughs> but I don't think my brain was triggering to my hand to dump, so I, I just didn't dump it. So everybody heard the Woodcock block joke, and my justification back was, well, he did go on a three-minute story about actual Woodcocks. So in context, while he probably meant something dirty, <laughs> it technically wasn't anything FCC violated, so I didn't dump it. But like then, and then you, right afterwards, made feel bad. You're like, you dumped Woodcock block, right? No, I didn't dump Woodcock block. So, I mean, that was... But you're right. He he makes that joke. That's old man humor. Or is he serious? Is there really a Woodcock block? <laughs> I, I think it's old man humor. I think that's what a lot of that was. Was like, again, here's this young city slicker trying to eat crow. And I'm going to get a few one-liner zingers in there. He got zingers in. He got zingers in. My head even hurts now thinking about this. It was so weird. It was actually better than the crow eating. It ended up being, that's right. It ended up being better than the crow eating. He was so weird, but so perfect and gloriously perfect. 
you couldn't. You just the best thing also was that the pageantry around Torg Bellinger is a character you just couldn't create in books. Seriously, and Cap is on the web stream. He's on the simulcast. Puts up a picture of like a black uh, profile face, like nothing was there, and it says no picture available, no image available, and then it said Torg Bellinger. <laughs> Crow Hunter. <laughs> He's texting me. How do you spell Torg? I don't know, Cap. <laughs> Who's ever named their kid Torg? Torg. Torg. I named Bellotti with hate in Trash Tuesday. Torg Bellinger. Uh, it just, you couldn't make it up. And I'm so happy that we had one of those moments because we used to have those moments a lot with the overnights because the listeners are so crazy. Right. This was a real throwback to the weirdness that we used to have all the time. Just, I, I can't get over So you promise you didn't set that one up. Look. Torg Bellinger is his own man. I don't know what is going on with that dude. I'm thinking myself, you know, is this Adam Kaufman? Is this Brandon Cristal? Is this somebody from Warwick he knows? Is this any one of the cast of characters we've had? Here's the giveaway that it's not. Listen to Torg again and tell me how old that man sounds. It can't be one of my friends because that guy... See, that's the deal. His voice, he could have been anywhere between 70 and 30. Oh, I don't think he sounded 30. I think he sounded 70 or 80. That guy sounded so old. <laughs> but it's that accent. <laughs> Not a high. I mean, maybe he did have a high IQ. I don't know. I mean, you got woodcock blocks. I I am so just astonished. It bothered me. I didn't get any sleep Thursday night because of Torque. On to the actual eating. Right. It looked disgusting. When I brought it in and when I took it out of the crock pot in the morning, it like fell apart in its Ugh. oil Ugh. and it just was like, Dark. It was really dark. Brought it in, and I was like, oh, God, this looks awful. And you saw it had the feet on it still. Oh, It just was. The whole thing looked gross. But when Brock tasted it, it didn't taste too bad to him. And then so you even, your ears perked up, and you came in. Yeah, like, because I was very, you know, foot down. I'm not eating crow. I've lost enough bets on the show. Brock lost a bet. But I saw the look in Brock's eyes when he tasted He was really, I could tell, nervous and scared. And he was trying to put up. He was up. really nervous. Brock has that tough guy front anyway, but he was really trying to lay that on just to act like he wasn't scared. He pounded a beer before he came right. in just to have a little buzz. That was his quote-unquote side to take you a little behind <laughs> the scenes. Side dish. It was a he brought in in a brown paper bag. So he was very nervous. But then when I, when I saw him bite it, he had this look of, like, relief. Like, thank God. Like, Oh, okay. Like, maybe not necessarily it was delicious, but, right. like, this isn't funky or bad. So when I saw that face, I said, all right, this is at least a story to say that I, I've tried eating crow. And I wasn't going to take a big old, like, you took this enormous bite like you were at Hooters, <laughs> biting into a wing. I just took a little on the fork, popped it in my mouth, got it down, swallowed it. I was surprised, too, but I wasn't about to go in for more. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought about this a lot, and this is one thing that I think, if you're a listener, you can hang your hat on. You know, do we sometimes lay it on thick? Sure. But I'm not going to just flat out lie to you. And when I ate the crow, I could have been like, oh, gross, disgusting. It's crow. It wasn't that bad. And if it's not that bad, I'm not going to totally like flip it and, and lie about it. Right. It just flat out wasn't that bad. It date. It tasted a little sandy to me. The meat wasn't like juicy. It wasn't juicy. It wasn't like a big breast. It was just like kind of like stringy a little bit dark. It wasn't. It wasn't puffy or light or dry, but what it actually tasted like, it tasted like nothing. It just tasted like a bland chicken. I would Not agree. even a chicken. It just was like bland meat. Right. Well, put it this way. If you were poor and you had to get by and eat it, you could get by and eat it. Totally. Not something you would not You would order You know, if you could afford real chicken. But 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's why it's it's hunted in Lithuania is because I think that just you know a lot of people just don't have the same access to all the foods that we have, right? And so they got a ton of crow to shoot it. However they make it, it's not bad. It's just there's not a lot of meat on it, and it looks gross. Exactly. But all in all, though, I think the I think it ended up being a success. We got Brock in here to eat it. Torg Bellinger added to it. I think Chromageddon worked. It definitely did. I mean, how could it not? It definitely. We, I mean, I actually made a crow with its feet on in my crock pot. Did you throw out the crock pot yet? I haven't yet. Oh, what are you doing? Does your girlfriend know that you? Yeah. She knows you cooked it in the crock she pot. She luckily wasn't home when it was in the freezer. But you've been honest. I had to be honest. Because uh, she came home that night that I was cooking it. She's like, what are you doing? And I, I usually cook because, uh, you know, I get home earlier than she does. Thank goodness she didn't go for a taste test before you told her. So, uh I was cooking dinner for us, and then I said, uh, yeah, I got to break out the crock pot, too. And she's like, why do you need the crock pot? I was like, all right, so here's the thing. I've been defrosting while you've been gone a crow for Brock. And she had kind of known in the, you know, this was out there, but she didn't know we were actually going to do it. And she didn't know I actually bought one. She didn't know how the whole thing was going down. And she's like, ew, you got to be kidding me. I said, no, I got to do this, but I'm just going to put it in the crock pot, leave it overnight. She's like, oh, my God, that's so gross. But, um... She hasn't forced me to throw out the crock pot yet. So. You still want that crock pot? I don't really want it, but I need another one because I love crock pot. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I come to the birthday or something and there's something coming out of that crock pot, I'm not eating it. I don't trust <laughs> How it. How would you know which crock pot it was? But I'm, don't do that to me is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Just don't do it to me. <laughs> Assure me that, you know, if there's pulled pork out there, you didn't do that. That's fair. Or just order the same tacos you order every year. That was a damn good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the thing about Crock-Pots is that it's that really big, nice ceramic pot. Oh, of course. And it's really good quality and heavy. and Right, but it's still a rank crow you cooked in it. I don't care that we trod it. You cooked it. Wasn't that, didn't taste that bad, though. No, but the crow at one point was raw in that pot. That's true. And the feet, where the feet skeeved me out. That was the big thing. I'm getting chill. I got to go listen to the sports minute. I'm getting chill. The feet was the big part. All right, so you got Berman coming up with a side B? Yeah, Berman happens to be here. So I'm going to go listen to a sports minute. I'm going to tape side B. We're going to get Jay Berman on. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about. He brought up it's been a year since the squirrels and and all the birds pecking away in uh, in Central Park. Revisit that. Well, a little year later. I'm going to get his. He watched Brock eat the crow. He has a lot of ties to Kenny Brock. I'll get his thoughts on that as well. Uh, You never know what road we're going to go down with Jay Berman. So we're going to do a little of that next. Here on the Permission Granted Podcast. Side B. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B of the PGP. Join special guest back, starter, not a bench guy, Jay Berman, who just pointed out that I have something on my chin that I can't. Did I get it? Uh, what did you just eat? I just had uh, what many would call a protein bowl. of Because yeah. uh, I take care of my body now. Yeah. Chicken, rice, black beans. I laughed when you told us uh, that you were worried about getting to the gym tomorrow because of the bad weather. Well, here's the drill. Thursday, I plan on doing a little ACC tournament action. Yeah. So I'm going to go after work to see the ACC games, a little break in between. Then go back to the game, so I will not have time to go to the gym. Friday, straight. Do you think you can make it 48 hours without hitting up the gym, big guy? It's tough, man. So Friday, I'm going to Atlantic City with friends, so I know I'm not going to do it then. And then Saturday, who knows, too, by the time I get back from AC, I'm sure I'll find a way. I can't go that long without working out. So Wednesday, with a snowstorm impending here in New York, I'm worried that my figure could be loose. But that's neither here nor there. So you're going to hang out with friends at AC coming off two days of no working out. I mean, they're going to be embarrassed to be with you. 
yeah, I mean, my moves could be hanging out all over the place. Jay Berman, I'm down 15 since Christmas. Now, that's not a net 15 because I gained a lot of weight into Christmas, but I'm down 15 since Christmas. Good for you. Um, blah, 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 blah. You watched the Kenny Brock Crow video from this past week. I did. Okay, your thoughts first. You know what? Just give me your thoughts on Brock eating the crow. Uh, good for him. Okay. Um, he paid off the bet. I think it's much... What's interesting about it is coming on the near the one-year anniversary of you and the bird seed. Correct. Uh, Correct. So right about this time every year, there's a NFL playoff bet that needs to be paid up. Uh, <laughs> last year was you with the bird seed. This year, Kenny... Both, crow, both of us paid off. Here's the thing, though. You did it off a loss. He did it off a win. Much, much different. But he could have died. I was never going to die. No. I guess hypothermia. We would have prevented you from, from getting hypothermia. You would have saw. I mean, but it's not, nobody's going to grab me with the Crisco flopping all over. But what if that crow wasn't cooked properly? We don't know. I mean, what are we, Chef Boyardee? I think uh, at worst there would have been some salmonella, but uh, I, don't, I don't believe. <laughs> at I don't a believe minimum death. is salmonella. Yeah, minimum. No, well, I don't know. Are you tired of Brock's act since the Super Bowl? Mr. No. Celebratory, high-fiving no. everyone? No. I'll tell you why. Because we were the same way in 07. Yeah, but he's an Eagle fan. Can't well, respect what I, that. My point is, is that it was so unexpected. It was so unbelievable. It was so satisfying. It was so tasty. What happened to your voice there? <clears throat> you will always... Like, any sports moment now, in fairness, since 07... Can't top the 07 Giants. Nothing will. Nothing will top that run. So we compare everything. That's the standard now. So that's his comparison rate. Nothing will ever top the Nothing Eagles. Will Not sitting on Grandpa's lap at the Villanova games. The, <laughs> the Eagles could win the Super Bowl every year for the next 10 years. It still won't top the first one. I Just enough with it. The, the problem is somebody like Kenny Brock was born to be miserable. You know what I mean? Like Kenny Brock walks around like the world's against him. He's always got that angry, just drank 14 PBRs and slammed home some scrapple egg and cheese. He's just in a bad mood. He, the kind of person that doesn't, uh, you know, you can't acquaint him with happiness. So seeing him happy, it's not the same Brock anymore. Like, he's like he's been broken now. Yeah. Yeah, it like comes He fans. even had less fat jokes to make about me when he was in. Really? Which isn't the Brock we know from the overnights. The sensitive that's not Kenny the Brock. Brock? Yeah, that, that's not the Brock we know when you were filling in for DA and we were playing a trivia game and I cheated and beat him that got pouted and wouldn't play the game anymore. Those were classic days. I do miss those. Remember when I used to be able to host? Yeah, now somebody else has taken over. The yeah. Range. Yeah. Have you listened to any of my shows? Uh, actually, I did. I came home inebriated one night. It was 2.15. Okay. So this was, uh, I guess, two weeks caught ago. me in a break then, huh? No, I caught you, and then I got yelled at. Why'd you get yelled at? Because my wife doesn't like you. Again, your she wife doesn't said, like you? She said, turn that crap off. No, she didn't. This was a storyline on the night show. We used to say, who cares what he's doing? Uh, Stop making the Sean Mraz voice. She's still doing that? <laughs> she's still about this life? Tell her to relax. I do tell her to relax. All right, one year ago. Yeah. I, got I actually think it was March 6th. If I'm not, we'll have to look at the photos. I know it was in the first week of March, so this could be the actual one-year anniversary. So this could be the one-year one, one year anniversary of me driving in, getting to Central Park, and having the bird seeds peck at me. One year ago, I also went and showered off everything in your shower when we yes. found out you had a the bougie bathroom. The stand-up shower, not the bathtub shower. And there were bird seeds all over the bathroom that you were picking out of your grout yeah. <laughs> a month later. Yes. What what uh? What is your fondest memory a year later looking back at the bird seed bet payoff? Um, Which, by the way, there's a nomad done about that. Uh, YouTube.com search, search nomad. Damon that's Amendola. actually a pretty good nomad. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, because you're in it. No, actually, I'm not. 
Oh, you're not. You didn't make the. Cut? I mean, there's there's uh, a there's, there's of no you. sound bites. Some B roll of me, but um, not much of me. I actually felt slighted. He really cut me out. Everybody feels slighted by not being a nomad. I mean, can everybody just pump the brakes? Are you talking about Waller? Um, Bellotti doesn't stop either. Why would you want Bilotti in Nomad well, anyways? Where are you traveling with Bilotti? You going to Disney World with him and thirteen year olds? I mean, you can't what? do Nomad at Disney World. It's played. That's just so unoriginal. <laughs> da is better than that. I don't think Da would do one at Disney no. World, but I don't know where else you would go. Bilotti, you going to go with him to a wedding meeting? Did you do the Waller frozen dinner? Shopping because I think that one could be very funny. I think it could be very funny. I don't know what the deal is with the DA. Maybe there's some kind of contract agreement not in place with Waller, but that should have happened by now. And I know Waller has Waller feels like it will never happen at this point. I think that that could be a real dynamic duo. Those two together. I think it has the potential to be one of the funnier nomads of all time. I agree. So, all right, one year later, what, what, what? I remember it was cold. It was cold. It was sunny, high pressure system settling Mm -hmm. in. So it was cold and clear. It was crisp. Jake Brown was in the house. Joe D was in the house. Still a member of the CBS Sports Radio family. A lot of fallen soldiers since yeah, then. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the fat has been trimmed. Uh, I remember, for me, the foreign, I would say, Argentinian women who basically had this yeah. look of horror when I took my shirt off. And to be fair, there was some doubt in the beginning. This took a while for you to get going, and rightfully so. That's a, that, that is a a difficult task. Well, I'm a I'm a shriveled almond inside that speedo at that yeah. point when it's that cold With the out. Sock in there. I had, I don't know. Did I ever admit that whether or not there was a sock? Uh, I'm admitting it for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I had the show. I was packing a little heat in the fridge temperatures. Yeah. But yeah, a year later, I would say, I, is that a better payoff than Brock eating crow? Uh, yeah, yeah. You had to take it to the public. I had to take it to the public. Oh, and the public took it. It to doesn't me. mean what Kenny did wasn't um. Um, Heroic? Yeah, it wasn't a good job by him. It was. um, But I would eat crow before I took my clothes off and and went to Central Park and covered myself in Crisco and birdseed. Okay, so that's an interesting poll question. What would you rather do? Eat crow or go half naked into Central Park and a birdseed peck at you? Eat crow 10 times out of 10. And later show Aaron Rodgers the picture of you half naked and have him tell you to get lost. And by the way, it's not like he, he went outside on the windowsill, snatched a crow out of the air, wrung its neck, and then ate it. Basically, did he had somebody else do it for him? Well, but that's the point. Torg Bellinger. All right. Well, that was always a blast with Jay Berman. Jay, you can follow you on Twitter. I'm not a bench guy. I don't know how many times I got to tell you. We got you. you in here. We're trying to rotate more people into the PGP now. Yeah, who else? Rosenhouse was here, who I can't take anymore. By the way, Robbie, Get serious. Robbie Rosenhouse now asking me to hang out for like March Madness games. I'm good. Wow. I'm good. Wow. Ike Feldman, who's, you know, another Ike's, guy. Ike can be sneaky funny. Ah. We, you don't like him because of the list, okay? We still got Bilotti. We had Waller in here. Waller, I'm sure, was very good. So, as you can see, a rotating cast. We're going to have to get Ward back in here eventually, too. Not but, funny. Unfunny guy. But the PGP is lengthening its bench. Yeah. So, you'll be nice I'm to I'm not a bench that. guy, buddy. Maybe we'll get Ack in here. Berman out. All right. At Jay Berman on Twitter. To all of his thousand followers, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. At CBS. Chromageddon's in the books. Torg Bellinger, was that some kind of hoax played by D.A.? He says no. I guess we will never know. Maybe we'll find out by the end of the 12 D.A.'s. Selection Sunday coming up Sundays. That means next week on the PGP, we'll probably have some kind of bracket challenge to announce. Uh, we may even do it on the show. We have more gimmicks up our sleeves because that's what we do on the D.A. show when it's not football season or heck, even when it is. So that's it for the PGP this week. Again, Twitter, at CBS, D.A., D.A. on CBS. Have a great weekend, everyone. Oh, <laughs> 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.